0: Welcome to At the Table with Darlene.
1: Good evening. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. This is Easter Sunday and I am so excited about this program today. I hope that you have stopped and had a wonderful day celebrating what this whole day is about and so before we get started uh, to my right we have Chris Norman. We are so glad Chris as always that you are here. Your input is invaluable to us. We're glad you're here today. I'm glad to be here. And to his right is Tiffany and Tiffany Kramer. We are delighted as always that you're here with us. Well thank you. I'm glad to be here. And Easter time is such a it's an important time of our of our year. It speaks in us to so many in so many ways. People have uh, experiences that they talk about about Easter and what it means to them and and I, I kind of believe that this particular Easter is going to be one that we will never ever forget. right, I agree because what is going on in, around the world, it's still Easter. It doesn't matter what country. Uh, Where you're from, this is the fact that Christians uh, celebrate the birth and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We remember why he came, and the Passover, we remember what's been going on before that time, and then we remember the resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. And so it's just such a wonderful reminder of us in the midst of COVID-19. First
0: Easter under quarantine for probably pretty much anybody living right now right yeah. yeah
1: yeah that would be a have been an interesting fact if we had taken the time to look that up
0: because maybe um, 1918 possibly but yeah
1: yeah that were people actually were quarantined because this is something that has is historic mm-hmm. uh we have uh missionary friends we have pastor friends and And I'm sure everyone out there, you have someone that you know that lives in another country, and it's just the most amazing thing because everyone is being affected Mm -hmm. by what is going on. But I also believe that on this day, it's one of the most amazing days that we get to experience because the fact that he still is our Redeemer, he still lives, he has risen from the dead. And that means so much to us, and today we want to get into that a little bit of what Easter means to us. Uh, and everyone, I believe, if we, I, if we had the opportunity to uh, ask some other people about what Easter means to them, I, I believe that we would hear such wonderful, wonderful testimonies. But I believe that probably everyone would say, this is a special Easter to us, because together we're all sharing something we've never shared before as a country. it's not just one family's crises, mm-hmm. it's not just one family's resurrection testimony. It means that we are all sharing something that is really unbelievable, and yet we have this hope, and why do we have this hope? What's the reason for that?
0: All right
1: I mean, it makes us excited, yeah.
0: I uh, I think that one of the things quarantine is going to do um, for Easter this year, I think it's caused a lot of pain and a lot of problems for a lot of people, but on the other side of that, it's brought a sense of um, more localized and family unity. That, I mean, we're starting to appreciate things that we probably have never appreciated before, right. like church yeah. <laughs> and like... Um, interactions with people our businesses our jobs I mean literally everything and I don't really feel like Easter is necessarily a time of like Thanksgiving like Thanksgiving and Christmas is, but I feel like there's going to be a very much a spirit of Thanksgiving even in the midst of everything that's going on as we you know take the time to acknowledge what Jesus did in his resurrection but that you know acknowledging the fact that we have our families we have our things that we love and appreciate, and we can't wait for life to get back to normal, and then also appreciating the fact that Jesus' name is higher than COVID-19 or coronavirus or failed right. economy or anything else that's going on as well. It's a, it's a Thanksgiving and a reminder.
1: Yeah, like a newness. It's yeah. almost. Can you imagine on the day that Jesus, they went to the tomb, mm-hmm. you know, to to go, you know, his burial had happened, they were sad, they were struck with something that was unbelievable, even though they had been told, they didn't really get it. All right. And and Jesus was crucified.
0: You think they had a sense though, especially during the crucifixion, that everything was gonna be different after that? That like nothing was ever going to be the same?
1: I do. I don't know that they could explain that. Yeah. It's kind of like in 9-11. Yeah, you knew it was never going to be
0: the you same. You knew, you know, people
1: yeah. were... You know, it never, I, well, it never was the same. It never was that. the no, same. You know, some's like, yeah. better,
0: some's worse, but yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, it, cha- it changed the whole atmosphere, and we all stopped and, and took a pause at that moment, and we realized that, that how easily life could change in mm-hmm. those moments. And then, of course, like you said, things for so many got better, but then, as time went on, uh, we all tend to do our own thing, make our own plans, our own way, and we kind of get this feeling of being invincible. Mm-hmm. And, and I can't imagine how they felt when Jesus died. The disciples and those that knew him, those that had walked with him, had had listened to his messages. Mm-hmm. You know, can you imagine the multitude that that stood and listened? Uh, as he, he began to preach the word, you know, and began to proclaim uh, the word of God, and they'd stay for hours, and he would mm-hmm. do healings and miracles. And and this Jesus that they all watched, even though they were fearful of those that were around that were threatening and everything, they still had hope right, because they had seen with their very own eyes.
0: And I think, too, I mean, and we see it, a lot of the disciples and a lot of them didn't understand what Jesus was doing. They thought he was coming there for a political move and that he was going to overthrow the Romans, and he was going to do all these things. And when he died, I almost wonder, I don't even know at that point that they truly realized what that meant when they, when Jesus was on the cross, even when he rose again, I don't know that they completely understood in their minds, I think that probably came later, what actually was happening, because in their eyes, they're... Everything that they'd hoped for, everything they worked for, it was all it was all gone. You know, there there wasn't gonna be freedom from the from the actual physical oppression that they saw. It was more of a spiritual Right. The bondages yeah. that they
1: had been in, yeah, you know, the spiritual bondages and, yeah. and they felt freedom when they were with Jesus.
0: And then he was gone.
1: And then he was gone. Yeah. And to some of their minds, they probably still couldn't comprehend.
0: Couldn't wrap their heads around it.
1: Right. And yeah. so I kind of think that probably today In the crises that You know, we're not trying to say That it's like the, the death of Jesus Christ But mm-hmm. sometimes the death of what we know Life as it is We wonder what's going to come next Because things were so clear to us mm-hmm. America was doing good mm-hmm. Things were going well mm-hmm. We were at a better spot than we had been in for so long Mm -hmm. and so what exactly does that mean to us
2: i feel like a lot of us i myself included kind of um had our head in the sand like Mm -hmm. when you first heard of when when you guys came back from your missions trip and the the first case you know in in wuhan china and all of that and and in my mind it was like oh it's just it's not part of my world you know, True. there's going to be a couple of people who bring it back and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I didn't comprehend at all what this, you know, what this was going to be. What even what it is now, I'm sure that I don't have a full grasp on it. But um, as as human beings, I think that we have a very um, we have a a lo- a likeliness to say, oh, not me. And we, it won't be that bad, or won't it won't affect us, or whatever. And I think that maybe even um, some of the disciples may have been like, "Well, that's not really going to happen," you know. That this, you know, surely they're not going to kill Jesus, right?
0: Well, he was even telling them, that. and he they was weren't even them. picking yeah, up on it. Sure, they're, they're, oh, this must be some some parable that he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's a
2: parable, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I think the unbelief um, turned turned to astonishment, and then. Hopefully, after that uh amazement, you know, because it's oh my gosh, it really did it really did happen and i've i you know we're we're all walking through this pandemic together and and we're kind of at that oh my gosh, it's really happening phase mm-hmm. and and for those who don't have a a life of faith that's got to be a could be a scary feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, but we are going to come out on the other side of it, and we are going to make it. We're we are going to be okay. But, it to me, that's it. It makes a parallel in that way because there, you know, that there are people who, you know, were in doubt or denying or oh no,
1: not really, you mm-hmm. know, because human beings, you know, and God knew when He created man, He gave that free will, mm-hmm. and we have our our emotions, we have our thoughts. You know, we we try to plan things out in our own mind. And we can only see things partly. You know, we, uh, and I, when Jesus died and, and when they put him in that grave, uh, you know, there was a lot of sadness. Mm-hmm. Even though they had heard the hope, even though the message was there, there was some times of agony. Absolutely. There was some times, you know, between the time that they saw him and him go in and be placed in that tomb there was some real agony in the church world. And uh, there might have been some rejoicing out there. You know, there's always the haters mm-hmm. that feel like they're getting some kind of revenge. And, you know, even in this time that we're living in the political world and in the, and in the global world, there is evil that is rejoicing about what That's is going fine. on. Yes. People die- dying or they're trying to make political gain. And they're trying to accuse others. You know, so it's just, these are not new tactics Mm -hmm. at all. That is what has always been with humanity. Mm -hmm. And so there was that war going on in the natural uh, realm of people, what they thought was happening at the time. And, uh, but, unexpectedly, but yet, when it happened, when... The disciples, and when Mary, and then went to the tomb, and when they, when Mary was there, and the angel of the Lord came and said, the one that you're seeking for is not here. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I can't imagine how the mind must have tilted, because you would think, well, who has stolen the body? And yeah, that's exactly... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, grave robbers have showed up here, yep. and... And, I mean, at least we knew where he's at. And now where he's at, we can't even come, you know, to the... We can't come to the tomb. We can't, you know, we feel like at least we were doing something. At least we're... Well, they were trying to get closure. Yes. Right? Just like, you know, we do here. You. That's why
2: we have funerals and such, because you need the closure and stuff. And so they were going for their closure. They didn't even know what they were about to get, yeah. you know. But they were... Yeah, I would have thought absolutely. They've they've stolen the like what what kind of foolish person would steal a body? You know, right? That would have been really hard in your human mind to comprehend. You're yeah, already you're,
1: mourning, and yes, you are. That's what that was the thought I was having. I mean, the disciples and mm-hmm. and those that loved Jesus, they were in such mourning, and and yeah, you know, they heard these words. You're you're thinking. I, I'm wondering: Were the words that he said going over and over in his, in their minds? You know, okay, what was it? What was it that he was saying? You mm-hmm. know, he made such radical statements. In other words, you know, tear the temple down, and within three days, it. W- I'm going to build
0: it up again.
1: Mm-hmm. Did those words resound right.
0: in their minds? It didn't make any. The, his sense did not make the same sense to them. Right. No. Yeah, the point, I'm sure, the major communication No, but you have there. to wonder, yeah.
1: you know, the humanity, why would he have said that? And, and, and no, but did they feel hopeless? Sure. Did they I feel, think- you know, were they dealing with hopelessness and were they thinking, okay, he, you know, what were the words he said? What were the comfort mm-hmm. things that he said to us? You know, we can't, you know, as human beings, we're tr- you know, we can try real hard to know what they what they experienced we can't but we do know they were human and we do know that according to the word of God that that when they went to his tomb and they went and this angel of the Lord they didn't know that it was an angel of the Lord but the stone had been rolled away Mm -hmm. and they run in there and they look and the master he really was their master was gone Yeah, and they begin to distress but then they were told go tell that the sun has risen go tell them that I'm alive and well can you imagine the impact and how the mind was going tilt at those moments I can't imagine Uh, Tiffany I, I would like for you to take a moment this is just kind of a funny little thing that about easter because easter stories are told in different ways to help us to understand the importance of what easter really means to each other of us and i know this is the day that we celebrate uh jesus christ being alive and, and rising from the dead but would you just share something that's so cute
2: i will um i i those of you who are on Facebook, which is, you know, 99% of the world, um, knows that the memories pop up on your, on your page every so often. And, and so I had a memory that popped up from April of 2012. Um, at that time, my, my son was five years old. And so here's the post that I made. I'm laying on the bed with my five-year-old son listening to him explain Easter to me. He's telling me how the bad guys kidnapped Jesus and was really mean to him. How they took nails this long and put them in his head. Then they threw him in a cave and put a big rock in front of it so he couldn't even live. But he did live. He came alive again, and then he visited earth for just a little while, and then he had to go back to heaven. (laughs) That's the gospel according to Max.
1: (laughs) The good news is he didn't stay in the grave. Right. And that he is our resurrected savior. And in that is so much hope for us today. I mean, we have the we know more of the end of the story than the disciples that walked with him and those that loved him.
0: Well it's even more so the whole story is a symbol of God's ways are higher than our ways. The, yes. the disciples yes. thought Jesus was, they, I mean, to this day, the Jewish people think that the Messiah is something different than what I think God expected it to be. Definitely was back then. They thought he was going to be, you know, like we said, a political savior and a warrior, and which he was, but not in the sense that they thought. But if he would have, if God would have orchestrated Jesus the way that they wanted to, it would have been a short, temporal fix it wouldn't have been a forever fix it would have just been a a little bitty thing that would have been in the moment because that's what we I mean as humans we're very in the moment we think right now what's hurting us right now but and I think we can even put that into play today, because if it had been the disciples' ways, it wouldn't have been a good thing. God's way was bigger. He saved all of mankind for eternity yeah. and that that blew their minds at that time. and then you know we can look at the situation now and you know going through what we're going through now isn't new to the world. I mean, for all of mankind, there's been yes. stuff like this going down. Yes. But the way that we get out of it is God's way out of it. He didn't cause this to happen, but His way out of it is higher than what we can imagine. He turns these things around for the good. so his right. the way what He's going to orchestrate out of this, and whether it be a revival, whether it be economic change, or who knows what it could be, I, you know, it's higher than what we can imagine. But God has a plan, and He had a plan then, and He had a plan for Jesus, bigger than what any of them could imagine. And what we're going through now, he has a bigger plan than what any of us could imagine. I wouldn't even try to wrap my head around Mm -hmm. what he could do out of this mess that is going on right now.
1: I know. I'm just glad that he didn't stay in the grave. Yeah. I am so glad that we get to celebrate that. And it's really, it's such an important time of of the year. And I, I feel like this year is no different than so many more that where people have just these beautiful resurrection stories mm-hmm. and i believe that there's a lot of resurrection that's going on on this easter mm-hmm. I you have some really good uh easter st- easter has been
2: an important point uh on each each year of your life you have the earth not each year of your life but throughout your life easter has played some very um hmm. pivotal points in your life um that I think that our listeners could really benefit from hearing your story because there's been a lot of resurrection in your life um, that, that a lot of people don't have any idea about. So could you share some of that with the listeners?
1: Yes, I, I, I can. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, that just overwhelms me. That's really interesting. Uh, I will because Easter is my favorite time of the year. Absolutely my favorite time of the year. And because, not just because I've only experienced his um, resurrection power at Easter, but because so many times he used it again to tell me how much he loved me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that everybody that's listening to this, you can think of something In your life, where resurrection power has has resurrected your life and turned you around, and so yes, let me just share a few of those. Uh, I'm I'm going to go back to uh, back when uh, my uh, father, my my children's father, left us. Uh, Those of you that have no idea, uh, I wrote a book called Miracle of the Breaking. And I would encourage you, if you haven't uh, read it, that you would go on Amazon or Barnes and Noble and just Miracle of the Breaking, Darlene Rhodes. Uh, Audible. Audible. It is also on there, and you can you can get it and listen to it. But uh, I, I will highlight yes a few things that uh, maybe are in the book and maybe aren't, but. When he left, uh, I, I basically, I was such a mess. The last year that I lived with him, with my children, uh, I, I just literally broke down more and more and broke down. And and so I happened to leave uh, just about a week before Easter, I believe it was. And at the time, I was in the hospital. And I just didn't have what it took within myself to go on anymore Uh, and I'm ashamed of that fact that that I felt that way but that's how I felt at that time because I really was uh, codependent in a in a really poisonous way because I should have been protecting my children and but I uh, that's all I can say I, I have no excuses for that I just was and, but on that Easter Sunday, a lot of events had happened up to that time, my doctor had come in like maybe a day or two before and had said to me, "Darling, uh, if you don't get a hold of yourself and you don't get better, I don't know what to do with you except send you to a state hospital. And uh, he said, because if you don't get better, somebody else is going to raise your children. And he named my ex. And I don't know, something just rose up within me. And all I can say is that the power of God hit my spirit that day. And I was like, oh my goodness, I, yeah, you know, no, I can make this. I know I can. God, you've got to help me, but I know you can. Well, on that Easter Sunday morning, my children, and I'll never forget it, stood over at, at the corner of the room. They stood by my bed in the hospital. And I looked over at them. And it's like a crashing of the world crashed over me when I saw them. And I saw how scared they were. And I remember asking someone if they would call this minister and if he, or maybe he had offered, I don't really remember because it's kind of confusing, but I just know that he showed up at the hospital and he gave me communion that day. And I made it a covenant with God that meant so much to me that day that that communion that I would keep my eyes upon Jesus that I would raise my children that I would trust God and quit trusting in a man to make me okay and so I felt like resurrection life entered me that day and I was just never the same again Right. go forward several years and I haven't been. My children will tell you, I was not the same. It, I had to walk out of it. It was not an easy walk, but we walked out of it. But in 2000, uh, just right before Easter, I had a stroke. And, uh, you know, at that time, it was kind of like, uh, what's going to happen? What are you going to mm-hmm. do? Daryl was out of the country. I was in the hospital for eight days and uh it was a frightening experience very very frightening to my children again you know because I'd had a stroke also and we don't talk about it much but I had a stroke when uh back previously when uh Joe had left and uh, I was in the hospital we'd all I'd also had a stroke that's the reason we ended up in the hospital but anyway I had a stroke and uh on that it was really strange. The doctor had told me, you know, I couldn't go to our daughter Alicia's wedding because he said I would rather that you enjoy your grandchildren as to go to your daughter's wedding. And my mother-in-law had passed away. How could I go to her funeral? Well, as the week went on, all at the same time, those all things of it were happened while at the you were same in the time. hospital. Yes, grandma died, and
2: and she was, was getting married, married. and jo-
1: and Daryl was overseas and he was in and Africa. So, yeah you know it was just one of those times again, but I felt resurrection power rise up again and I got to go to my mother-in-law's funeral. Mm-hmm. I got to go to my daughter's wedding and on that Sunday morning I testified about the goodness and grace of God. I just barely got out of the- <laughs> I said I was oh. held captive by yeah. the doctor. Yeah. But such a, you know, he was protecting me and taking good care of me, and I got better enough that he said, okay, you could go. But I continued to just get better. Mm-hmm. And uh, then one more thing I'll say, because there's a lot of things that have happened uh, at Easter, is so important to me, uh, other than I've always loved it anyway. But the last thing I want to say is, you know, two years ago, yeah uh, on Monday, uh, was when I had... Uh, Cancer sur- surgery. Your double mastectomy. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't catch that. it was.
0: Could you try again? And it, and it was. Oh, your watch is serious. Seriously. Yeah.
1: Mind your own business. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it, was, it was. Yeah, how'd that happen? I don't know what I said. But anyway, <laughs> it, was, it was just an interesting uh, how confident in God yeah. that we become as we walk through life and know that whatever is happening, that God has got us mm-hmm. and again around easter time you know i'm still able to to just celebrate my risen savior my healer my redeemer and i feel like that this easter there's so many testimonies so mm-hmm. many things that people have been through some situations and you can look back in your life and you can see how the redeemer has worked in your life well that same redeemer is going to redeem us again. Right. And so what's going on today in our world with coronavirus? Thank God that Jesus Christ has risen. Thank God that we can look and we can see how faithful he is in the midst of all this. So yeah, I I love this time of year. It's
0: my favorite. That's awesome. Yeah. I
1: think it's uh worth noting also that
2: Um, everyone of course goes through struggles and your story may be different than, than my mom's story and different than my story. Um, but something that has rang true for me, um, by watching my mom overcome these things is that the first, the first, uh, time that she was discussing that she had to make a choice and we all have to make a choice what we're going to do in the middle of our mess. So good. Um, but then because of the choice that she made in that first tragedy, and it was a tragedy, you know. Very but, much so. But now, it's, it's beautiful. Yes. Our life is beautiful. Yes. Um, but, but because of the victory in the first tragedy, the next tragedy, you had more confidence to walk through that and walk out of it. And then when, when breast cancer came, you literally were like, no big deal. Nothing's taken me out so far. I'm not going to fall to this. Amen. And so every time that you make the choice to walk on, to go on, to rise again, for mm-hmm. instance, the next time, because the devil's never going to stop trying, but yes. but he will get tired. <laughs> he will get tired. He's got to
0: be really tired. He's got
2: to be tired. Right. But, but every time you choose to walk on and to walk through and to, to be victorious, even in the middle of loss the next time you have muscle memory,
0: mm.
2: you know? That's and good. And that's how it's been in my life, you know, with, with things that I've gone through. The next time I'm like, I know what to do here. I know what I need to be doing right now. I need to be mm-hmm. on my knees. I need to be worshiping. I need this and that. So anyway, I just think that each time you give the devil a black eye and move on, then the next time you have muscle memory that helps you rise again sometimes we have to keep rising again and keep rising again.
1: But our Lord gave us the perfect example of that. Yes, so good and so true. Thank you, Tiffany, for that. Mm -hmm. Because it is, it starts with choices. and, And it starts with we keep developing and keep remembering the goodness of God. I mean, I remember Easter Sundays that weren't so good. There's some real negative things that happened on some Easter Sundays. But when we look at the scope of the goodness of God mm-hmm. and how powerful that this day is for us Chris in closing here is there anything that, that stands out to you that you want to share with, with the listeners today before we close off
0: I think it's just important in all of us that we remember that his ways are higher than our ways Absolutely. or higher than our circumstances or higher than what things look like or our expectations or whatever he's, he's greater and it won't always make sense to us yeah. Then every one of those stories, I mean, it was, if you you could have so easily looked at the situation and stopped acknowledging the fact that God has something bigger planned for you, and it would have been the end. No, every one of those situations, really, if you right. hadn't have changed your, let God change your perspective, and you making the decision on your own to change your perspective and, and your vision, and I think that's what this whole season teaches us, is that, I mean, God's ways are higher than our ways. I mean, it yeah. did. What Jesus did didn't look like it was going to happen, and it happened. And that can ring true in so many situations in our life, including what we're going through right now.
1: Yeah, and, and to those that were close to Jesus, then revelation began to come of what He was saying to them mm-hmm. and how much He cared. And, and He so He spent a little time with them before He before He is mm-hmm. went to uh, and is sitting at the right hand of the Father now making intercession and praying for us and and. But before he went, he spent some more precious time with them, and explained, and, it all and explained them. exactly. Yes, yeah. And they were, don't you know, that they were like, "Oh, now I see." Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, the hope, the encouragement that came forth. Well, you and I, and all of those that's listening, we get to read the Word of God, mm-hmm. and then we get to look at our own lives, and then we begin to get to see the faithfulness of God, the testimonies of of those who the word of God is what's kept us all going and and what we've helped build our faith and all. And then we look around and we see others who have had miraculous happenings, not necessarily at Easter time Mm -hmm. or around Easter time, but just in their lives. And and so the reason we're having that, though, is because of what Jesus did, the price that he paid for us. And then he didn't leave us. He didn't leave it it in the tomb. Mm -hmm. He rose again. And then he said, I'm going to go away, and I'm going to, to sit with my Father. I'm going to be there, but I'm sending to you the Holy Spirit that's mm-hmm. going to be with you every day. And I'll never leave you, and I'll never forsake you. And so what a message of hope we have. Here we are on Easter of 2020, and uh, we can know without a shadow of a doubt that God's plan, like you said, you know, we all make plans and all, but God's plan is so much greater. And it's kind of exciting, isn't it, Chris? I mean, really, I don't know what all he's doing, but we know he's doing something great, and he wants us just to trust him. That's
2: right. I have a good scripture to share for those who are um, feeling, especially during this time where you feel isolated and alone and, and that you're in a pit right now because of this. I know people feel that way right now. Um, but it's a scripture that I shared this morning with you. Um, it's Psalms 40 and 2. And this is the amplified version. So it's it's got a little extra oomph to it. Um, it says, he drew me out of a horrible pit, yes. a pit of tumult and of destruction, out of the miry clay, froth and slime, and set my That's feet upon a rock. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. He sat my feet upon a rock, steadying my steps and establishing my goings. And that's what God wants to do. Mm-hmm. He wants to steady our goings. He wants to lift us yes. up. And and this is not a hopeless time that yeah. we're in. And mm-hmm. Easter can remind us all of that. That yes. that it's not, this is not the end, guys. It's not the end. It's a pause. I like so. that. That
1: is so good. And yes, and that's what we want everyone that's listening today. We want you to realize that it's a pause and we hope that throughout this day this Easter Sunday that there's been that you've taken time to reflect at the goodness around you even even though there's a lot of things that aren't the way that you want and maybe something some of you are going through really hard times you've lost somebody that means so much to you and, and Easter will remind you again that you lost a loved one that things have been really really hard it's going to be a reminder to you mm-hmm. but I also hope that, that you have great hope in the Lord Jesus Christ and understand that he loves you that he gave his life for you that he brought redemption power and that that we can come to him that we can say I need you Jesus I repent of my sins I realize I need you so much in my life and I'm asking you to come into my heart and forgive me of my sins I confess that I cannot make it without you Jesus and that I want your resurrection power to live within me And when we do that and we believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and we speak it out of our mouth, according to the word of God, he says that he forgives us of our sins and that we are part of his family. And so today, that's what we want most of all for every listener is that you know that he loves you and that you are a part of his family. And so today, all you have to do is just say, yes, I want you and I need you and I receive you. And he will become Lord Amen. of your life. Amen? Amen. Chris, would you pray for all the listeners as we go out tonight?
0: Heavenly Father, we just come before you in Jesus' name. And just thank you, God, for Easter. Thank you, God, for your resurrection. Thank you, God, for not giving up on us and having a plan for us. And having a plan even when we're the ones that messed it all up, Lord, that you're still our Redeemer. And I just ask you that you help every person that's listening to this to truly have an understanding of what you as a redeemer as uh, who who you as a redeemer are God and just thank you God that you're just blessing each and every person and that you're just giving them faith and hope and mercy in the midst of what could be chaos Lord just thank you for the peace that you're just giving every one of them in Jesus name amen.
1: amen amen until the next time we meet
0: around the table with Darlene
1: we say God bless you and do not fear because God has given us a spirit of love and a sound mind Amen.